Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. I'm your show host, Bomar Shanti. Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find these free and available as we count down the dates till April 28th through the 30th. Las Vegas, the 2022 NFL Draft. And one of the young men making his path towards that next level is the Tulsa standout, Colin Wick. He was also a Juco standout. And I love when these Juco guys raise the level of their game and they bring it to the big-time conferences and they show up and show out. He also had a 37-inch vert. That would put him sixth amongst the combine invitees at the D-line position. He was also a three-year letter winner with the Golden Hurricanes. That said, Colin, welcome to the program today. How's this morning treating you, my friend? It's pretty good, pretty good. Uh, now, I know you got some siblings. Uh, your brother played in the league. Uh, at a young age, were you guys pretty competitive? Was it Was it a – uh, a fiery bunch for your parents that dealing with all you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, we were very competitive, and a lot of times it led to a lot of fights uh, whenever we were younger. <laughs> you know, we were a handful for our parents to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, being uh, you know having those brothers, how much did they help you kind of you know mature your own game? If you might have been a a single parent kid not having those siblings to mess around with. I'm sure they benefited you, but uh, how much did they toughen you up and prepare you for everything that you went through as you were kind of going through Pop Warner and all these other levels? Uh, a lot, actually. It's good whenever you have people that are doing it, <clears throat> like, first, because you can learn from all their mistakes and uh, things that they did, that, and then they can teach you, like, hey, do it this way, because whenever I did it, uh, I mean, it it could have could have been better for me if I would have went this way. So, I mean, it was just – it's nice having someone with experience that you can just ask questions at any time. Definitely. And I'm curious, uh, growing up, that, you know, getting your feet wet, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, or whenever you began playing football, uh, were you always on the interior, on the D-line, O-line, or did you play different positions before you eventually settled in to the player that we know as now? Uh, I've actually always played tight end and defensive end uh, throughout high school and junior high. I never did play Pop Warner, um, but I started in the sixth grade. Sixth grade and then tight end. And I'm I'm curious, a guy like yourself, the way you're able to play, uh, how did you kind of get lost in the shuffle coming out of high school and, you know, in in terms of, you know, going that Juco route before you ended up in Tulsa? (laughs) Um, well, honestly, out of high school, I went to a very small, tiny little, uh, high school. I graduated with 26 people. Uh, wow. And, and, uh, the first thought out of high school, I wasn't, I was thinking about how am I going to get my college paid for it. So I was going to go into the military and have them pay for it. So football wasn't my first thought until my brother convinced me, like, he's like, 
uh, he basically told me like, you're plenty talented to play. You just gotta, uh, just gotta do it. Like, I mean, you can walk on and uh, you'll be fine and you can earn a scholarship. And so that's exactly what I did. I went to a junior college that my other brother played at and walked on over there and then ended up earning some scholarship. Wow. <laughs> so you owe your brother some love. Fair enough. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Colin with the standout toss a D and here on the C2P break it down with this young man brings to the table. Very interesting story thus far of kind of how, how this developed for you. So you arrive at Tulsa, you know, as well as anybody, you know, you might get there, you don't earn your time, you don't make the field much, but that's the opposite. You had a great career, trained for the draft down in Houston, you're prepared for this. Uh, when does it really sink in, Colin, that this is a legit opportunity to make a living on Sundays in the National Football League? Um, I think uh, it really started sinking in uh, as I earned my – starting spot at Tulsa, I, was, I knew, uh, I knew uh, that, I mean, you work hard enough or anything, you can make it happen. Uh, so, I mean, uh, I, I, and also whenever my brother made it, I was, I was thinking, oh, he, he got the foot in the door. And after that, I know all that, I just got to work hard and show out on Saturdays and everything else, leave in God's hands and uh, let it come to me. And I, I'm curious, I mean, with your family, I mean, you on your way, your brother already having his shot. Uh, were you guys like the best? I mean, you said 26 in your your draft, uh, your in your graduating class. Were you guys like superior beings of all athletics in the in your local hometown? <laughs> uh, we were definitely uh, some of the bigger, more athletic ones. Uh, but believe it or not, there's uh, there's a lot of kids down there that just like they don't like see football as a possibility. There we there is some big, strong. Uh, I mean, we're from a little uh, little uh, farming type community, so there's a lot of big corn fed kids down there, uh, <laughs> and we uh, that just kind of get looked over. I mean, because they they're playing and they I mean they just don't see it as an option. A lot of people go. Uh, technical school or go work at a plant or military. I mean, that's just kind of the routes that people take most of the time from my town. Fair enough. I was just kind of curious, you know, like, you know, pickup games, you're like, oh, great, the Wick brothers are here. It's over. You know, like, what are we going to do with these guys? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know kind of, oh, yeah. let's, just go, yeah, let's I mean... just go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I ask all the guys that come on this show, uh, if we three in the film room, Colin, with these NFL scouts, they're breaking down your tape. What do you think your hallmark home run abilities are? What are those characteristics that you think they're going to fall in love with? I mean, watching what I could of you, I think you're a great penetrator. I think you're you're disruptive behind the line of scrimmage. I think you're a guy that has to be accounted for. But in your words, what are some of those qualities you think they're really going to like? Um, I have very strong hands, uh, like a very strong punch initially off the off the snap. Um, that's one of my better attributes. And then another thing is I'm super physical and I got a high motive. Uh, I'm, I keep going until the whistle's blown every time. Nice. And how about this one? Uh, what goes unnoticed? Uh, you could have been a weight room warrior, team captain, film junkie, great in the community. Maybe the scheme you ran at Tulsa didn't allow you to showcase skills that may be needed or wanted to be known by these teams. Uh, anything to add that can help you fall? 
in their good graces when this draft rolls around? Um, uh, at Tulsa, we played a three down front, which uh, we had a solid defense, uh, but a lot of times I was in the three technique. And I'm not exactly – I wouldn't say – I mean, I can, I can play three technique, but uh, as far as what I'm most comfortable with, I like being out on the edge and playing like a true defensive end. And uh, Tulsa, I mean, I did it uh, probably half the time. Half the time I'd be in a three technique, the other half I'd be a uh, defensive end. Uh, I mean, and I, I'm fine with that. I mean, I, I can do both. But, like, uh, to really shine, I know I, I would uh, uh I had a lot more opportunity uh, to make plays out on the edge uh, because I think uh, I'm a lot faster and more athletic than people realize. Excellent. Hey, that's why we asked the question. This is your show. We want to benefit for you the most. We knew those guys at the next level do listen in if they're interested in certain prospects. And, and way, to, way to establish that, uh, Colin. I, I love it. You, you took advantage of it, and uh, you really gave something that they might want to know. Uh, for this one, um, when you look back at your collegiate career and you talked about some of the things, you, um, if these scouts were going to look at one game, do you have a specific game that if you had to be judged on, this would be the game that they'd say, all right, this is the guy that we want? I would say Oklahoma State uh, this past year. That was probably uh, one of my one of my best games. Nice, especially against the big school. You got to like that, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, you you you, you don't want to have your best tape against the other twenty five kids you graduated with, right? You don't. That's a decent <laughs> film that we're going to bring. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> uh, once again, yeah. Once again, Colin Wick here on the C2P, the Tulsa standout. Played seven games in 2021, eight tackles for loss, three sacks, and again, once a year, three-year letter winner. Uh, before we wrap up this show, that goes so quick. We always like to have a little bit of fun. We call it three and out. Um, you ready to take a shot with some of those? Yes, sir. Okay. Now it could be. Coach Montgomery or anybody else on that coaching staff at Tulsa, but what coach has the biggest pet peeve? It's the absolute no-no. If you do it, you might catch a little hell during practice. Um, uh, I'd probably say it would be when Coach Gillespie was at Tulsa. Uh, he was our defensive coordinator. And uh, I'd say it was uh, his biggest pet peeve was if everybody wasn't running the ball, we were uh, we were restarting. We were going to run it back <laughs> every time. <laughs> and uh, we began the show talking about you and your brothers maybe uh, getting a little too competitive or a little bit of, uh, you know, high antics for mom and dad had to settle you guys down. When was the last time you guys got a little bit too competitive and uh, you guys had to get separated or a little time out? <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long time since we've all been uh, together. Honestly, uh, we're all so busy nowadays. But I know you get us in a room, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of competitive energy because we just uh, – we all got – we all got some egos. <laughs> and, uh, and they clash a little bit whenever we're in the room. <laughs> I love it. And the final one, as we approach this draft, I assume you're going to be with family and friends awaiting to hear your name called to find out where you land. With that said, who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that per- that person to have specifically made 
as you celebrate this next football journey? Um, I'd probably say my dad's probably the best cook, and uh, I'm I'm a big uh, meat and potatoes kind of guy. I like just a steak, potatoes, maybe some asparagus. Mm. That's my go-to. Yeah, that's a good go-to. You can't go wrong with that, Colin. Hey, Dad's on the clock for steaks. You were on the clock for this 2022 draft, my friend. Listen, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we can't wait to see you do your thing at the next level. Yes, sir. Thank you. No problem at all. Once again, that is Colin Wick, the standout. I'm talking. This has been a C2P exclusive.